Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome to my favourite takeaway podcast, the show for people who love food but can't always be bothered to cook it. My name's Tom Crane, and I am joined by Simran Shah. That's me. <laughs> That's me with Tom. <laughs> it is. Uh, how are you, Sim? I'm good. I'm so glad we're back. It feels like forever, Tom. It feels like forever, but now it, we're here. Yeah, it does. It's like it's like it's like we were never gone. I've really missed it. I, I'm trying to work out whether I've missed you more or the food. I don't know what it would be. It's, 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 it's a close the food. It's a, it's a draw. We'll call it a draw. If you associate the food with me, and so that's the thing. So every time you take a burger to the mouth, <laughs> you just see my old face there talking to you. But I, uh, but I associate that food with happiness, so it's all right. There's a nice link between you and happiness. It's a close chain. Uh, see, so don't worry. It's, it's I, good. I associate the food with rather a rather bleak, sort of eating on your own, depressing moment, <laughs> and that's why I immediately think about Tom Crane and what, and what he's up to. <laughs> Oh well, well if, if I have a profound, a profound effect in your life, whatever, whatever shape that is, you know, it's it's good to feel have an impact, isn't it? Um, how, how are you, Sim? Are you, are you keeping well? I'm keeping re- really well. Great. Do you know what I'm about to do? Which I think is the first time we've ever done this on the podcast. Which is, yeah. I might genuinely order a pizza right now on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> not 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 to eat during the podcast, but because I've realised that I haven't ordered anything, and I am quite hungry, and I do want to order something, so I might just do it now whilst we're whilst we're chatting. Are you going to keep talking? Is this like really dull, sort of like just the sound of you tapping on your iPhone for about a minute and a half? I reckon I reckon I can talk through it, but I tell you what, why don't we just keep chatting and I'll just do it at the same time. Do you know what? What would be quite nice if it wasn't on an app as well. If we just had to sit here and listen to you calling Dominoes and sort of like, <laughs> yeah, so I'd like uh, a mighty meeting. But for, everyone just sat at home going, "Surely you should do this off mic." Come on, um, but it'll, it'll be on brand. It'll be on brand. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you're well, Sim. I, I unfortunately I am on the tail end of. Uh, this is a weird question to be asking two years into the pandemic. Is it COVID or COVID? Is it, I always I call it COVID. Sake. It's not that, is it? COVID. You do call it COVID, yeah, but COVID. it is it is COVID. But fine. So you're still what you've just you've just now discovered it. I've got I've got a very faint line on my thing. So I've I've been ill for the last week uh, with this. It's been really annoying. And the main thing uh, that's annoying about it, Simran, especially as someone who loves food as much as I do, is that my taste is c- completely gone. It's completely <gasps> no. gone. All I can taste is metal now. Yeah, it's really it's really annoying. So I've I've had a couple of takeaways this week. And I've ordered both of them on the basis of texture rather than flavour. <laughs> That's like how much my taste buds have gone. Okay, but hold hold on a second. How are you how are you determining its texture before you eat it? Well, I because my f- taste has gone completely. I thought something with a bit of crunch. At least there's you know there's pleasure in the crunch. I can go. Oh, okay, I, I enjoy that. So I so I had a. a, a a chicken burger from a place called Chicken Sour. It's a place I absolutely love. It's got a nice sort of panko bread come coating. It has that sort of nice crunch to it. So I went with that. Uh, and then I got sort of like a, I got quite a sort of thick dal as well from an Indian restaurant, um, which I didn't realise was actually really really hot until the next day when <laughs> I realised I'd eaten really really hot food. No, let's not go into the details of it. <laughs> but I went, oh, that was really hot. I didn't know that. So Crane. Because you've lost your sense of taste, do you think your other senses have become intensified? 
Uh, do, do you mean did the beef burger look more vivid as I was eating it? Exactly. <laughs> was it were the color, were the colours really punching through? Could you, you hear the squelching of the beef as the juicy meat just squashes in on itself as you as you compress the brioche bun, brioche bun or a seeded bun, whatever you prefer. I can now I can now hear a man biting into a Big Mac from three miles away. That's how good my uh, my hearing is now. <laughs> um, no, I, it, it, it is it is quite a weird experience though. I don't know if you when you when you had it, did your taste buds go? Because it's 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 almost it's a bit like it's like a game show. It's like a weird game show where you have to guess what's in your mouth. It's a very strange sensation. It's kind of because it really is completely gone. So I'm like, I could be literally eating anything if it wasn't for the texture. It's bizarre. Well, I'll tell you what happened because the, obviously the big thing for me was um, I had it recently as well. I was lying down in my bed and I was hungry. So I was going to order the food to my room. Not all of the food to my room, but I was going to eat the yeah. food in my room. So that wow. that was that what, was what, like what app is that? What an incredible app that would be <laughs> if you could, you could specify the room you're in in your house, <laughs> and not only will they come to the door, they'll find you in the house and bring you the food. <laughs> Won't lie, mate. I'm on the toilet. I'm so sorry. When's the pizza going to be here? And so so you were lying in bed. You thought I want some food. I'm ill. Yeah, you put your order. Well, exactly. And but, but the thing is, Quinn. Now I want to hear your view on this, which is, yeah, do you eat your takeaway in bed? Yes, when I'm ill, do you mean, or in general? Okay, let's go with in general. Okay, so sometimes I will have a takeaway in bed. If I'm hungover, I will often have a takeaway in bed. Um, or if I'm exhausted and we go to bed really early, occasionally, very occasionally we'll have a takeaway in bed. But if I'm ill, always, I'll always have a takeaway in bed. But I have a weird relationship. I'm aware that it's a bit, there's something a bit weird about being in the bed when you're doing it, and I'm aware of that. I mean, what, what, what do you feel about it? Okay, I feel strongly that I wouldn't usually eat a takeaway in bed, but that doesn't mean that I've not done it. But I'll tell you the thing that freaks me out. Two things freak me out. One is, if I'm eating a pizza in bed, right, yeah. and I've got the pizza still in its box, and the pizza's grease is going through the box and making it transparent <sighs> in that lovely greasy way that we know and love, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. worried that, that if that is on my sheet, my bed sheet, then my bed sheet is going to have that greasy transparent look that the box has. And I yeah. am not sleeping in that bed sheet. I'm not sleep I wouldn't choose to sleep in a bed sheet that's been drenched in fat. Like why would you choose why would you choose to do that? And that's my fear if I'm eating a pizza in bed is that that's what will happen. The sheets will become these sort of greasy transparent things. I don't know if you I don't know if you know this Imran actually not many people know this. The Turin Shroud is, is actually because someone left three pizzas end to end on a shawl uh, <laughs> in biblical times. It's actually not the outline of Christ. It's, uh, it's what he would have wanted. It's, it's exactly three mighty meekies in a row. So I, I, I know exactly what you mean. So, so what I will do in that situation is I lay a bedrock of books underneath the pizza. So you need something underneath. You need a patio basically to stop the greasy thing touching the bed. That's what I would do. So you've got a buffer. You've got a buffer between your pizza. And are you sheet. not putting a? You, surely you're putting a takeaway buffer down. If you're eating on your bed, are you not putting a takeaway buffer down? What are you well, doing? That's that's I've never thought I was going straight. For, I'm just going straight from box to sheet, <laughs> like they're touching. <laughs> they're touching. <laughs> but how can you? I never thought. I mean, I, I don't. It's such a simple concept of having a barrier. That's so true. Why wouldn't I have a barrier? Is there a, is there a business idea in this? Is there? Would people nope. buy something called the takeaway? I've got let me let me let me pitch you my idea. The takeaway tent. It's called the takeaway tent. You can call it Tom's takeaway tent, and it's a small tent that sits on top of your bed, and you can sit inside that tent and eat your pizza or your burgers or whatever. And after the takeaway, you get out of the tent, and then you just sort of like you just—it's like a bag, and you can take it out to the garden or whatever, or the street, and just shake it all out, all the crumbs. Then the takeaway tent goes back in the in the corner of your room, ready for the next uh, next adventure. <laughs> Here's my thought about that, Tom. Yeah. When you've got crumbs then in your bed, yeah. right, that have collected, mm -hmm. how are you removing those crumbs? Are you wiping them off the bed with your hands or are you getting up and, and waving the sheet or yeah. are you in the bed and then you sort of just wave the sheet from inside the bed so you're sort of fluffing it to try and get... So it's billowing so that the, the crumbs then jump off. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's that sort of thing where you could have some leftover crumbs there, but ultimately you're just giving it your best shot. You're not hoovering it. 
So I, I tell you what I do. I, I carry each crumb down individually down to the bin and I return <laughs> back again. It takes me up four and a half weeks. <laughs> but it's good exercise. No, I, I can tell you what I do. I, I, and I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but I sweep it onto the floor and then I hoover the floor. That's what I do. That is what I do. Do you uh, leave the crumbs on the floor, wait till you've finished your takeaway and then hoover up or are you immediately hoovering that stuff up? No, yeah, obviously, obviously I wait till I finish the takeaway. Are, are you asking whether I'm doing small little sessions of hoovering between each bite? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you mean? <laughs> so is, is that actually yes. your question? Yes, that is so what is I your mean. question yes. that I'm, am I breaking down my Domino's pizza into slice by slice and then sort of making sure that the room's spick and spam between everybody no because that would be absolutely crazy um I'm, I'm finishing my takeaway i'm hoovering up i'm putting the hoover away and i'm then going to sleep and feeling you know feeling good about myself on wit could you could you sleep on crumbs that's the crucial thing here that's what splits oh. whether people do it or not oh god no i cannot sleep on crumbs i don't want to sleep and yeah. feel these sort of slightly pokey little bits of like bits of bits <laughs> On me, under me, like that's not comfortable. Are you okay with sleeping on crumbs? Are you happy to sleep in a bed with crumbs? Well, I don't, but I have two children, so I'm so exhausted I could sleep on shards of glass. To be perfectly honest, but <laughs> what you need, what you need is, uh, you need one of those tiny little um, hand hoovers that people use to sort of smarten up the back seat of their cars. One of those in the bedside table. That's all you need. I have a question for you, Simran. Um, before I think we'll, we'll ask our listeners about this as well. What, what? takeaways would you eat in bed i mean what where, what are the ones that you think are okay to eat in bed and what would you not go near well as i said i would not go near pizza but yeah now that i've discovered the buffer situation which i'm shocked i've never <laughs> even thought of before <laughs> i might go near a pizza i probably would avoid soup because i might yeah. be worried i'd spill it but then again there's something called a bib so maybe that would work to be honest Quinn, now that you've mentioned the buffer you can't you can't be wearing a you can't be wearing a bib in bed simran come on you're an adult wear a you can't be bed. wearing a bib I'm, I'm also i'm imagining a bib is like a baby's bib as well <laughs> one of those sort of tiny plastic ones that babies wear with, with, a, <laughs> well, with a little collecting little tray at the bottom <laughs> with a little, little, little collecting tray exactly <laughs> yeah. your spilt soup are you saying you'd wear you saying you'd wear a bib in bed next to your girlfriend hey look at some point that that will happen if we you know if we get, grow old together that's how it's gonna be you might as well know it now <laughs> Well, I think this is a fascinating conversation. I think it really is. And I'd like to know whether our listeners, how they feel about it. Would you eat takeaway in bed? Are you sort of, do you think it's the most disgusting thing you can possibly do? Or maybe you're a fan. Is it something you do? And what is the most sort of gluttonous meal you've had in bed? And also, while we're on the subject of where you'll eat, um, where is the weirdest place you've ever eaten a meal? Anywhere bizarre that you've eaten a meal. It doesn't have to be a takeaway contact the show you can contact us on hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com but there are many many other ways to get in contact here's how you can follow us on insta on my favorite takeaway podcast on twitter on fav takeaway pod or email us hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com It's a Japanese restaurant, very close to where we live. We eat there an embarrassing amount, to the extent that when 
Imran, my brother-in-law, was here. We went up to pick up the takeaway together. I went to get some wine. <laughs> and um, he'd paid for it whilst I was in budgets, which I hadn't realised. And then when I went back in, he said, listen, Alice, uh, because you're our millionth customer, we're giving it to you for free. And it was like a big order. And I completely, I completely believed him. I was like, this is the kindest thing has ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And you've done so well. What business have you already been opening? Yeah, you're a million customers. <laughs> a million And then as we walked down the hill, Imran said, I paid for it. And I felt so <laughs> thick, like classically <laughs> thick. So was it the son who did that, who we always see? They were all see? in on it. Oh, you were all in on so it. As you're leaving, you see them all high-fiving. And yeah, so yeah. yeah, just pissing themselves Well, off this it. might feel a bit better. They gave us this food for free. All of it? Yeah, and I tried to pay and they wouldn't let it. So now, the reason How? is, I rang up this afternoon and put the order in after you'd sent it to me, Izzy, and I got like three items in and the guy went, is this Ellis? <laughs> he did. When I explained what the sh I was doing it for a show, he said he normally gets some tuna giri or something like that. Yeah. He, also, he tried to change the order. And an egg thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he so was very clear. And it's like this. Oh, yeah. really yeah. likes it. So they know And he's you. not ordered it, so we must yeah. put it on because and, he likes and it. And this was free, so there you are. So it has happened. I did show him a picture of you, Alice. I said, are you talking about him? And he went, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But but, yeah. we, they're an embarrassing amount. Yeah. Well, they closed for a few months in proper lockdown. I think maybe even more than a few months. And we were absolutely bereft. We were like, yeah. I genuinely didn't know what to do. I'm like, what are we going to do? Like, probably two nights a week on average, we yeah. order from so them. So you were ordering say. eel wholesale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and trying to get tins of salmon, trying to make sashimi, <laughs> and crossing it together hard in the kitchen. Um, should we try this food here? Yeah. So we, do, do you want to take us through, Izzy? what's in the bag, what we're having tonight. And he also yeah, said he sure. chucked in some freebies, so he, what stuff he wanted you to try, so... As you will discover, I like ginger to a level that is almost <laughs> demented. Okay. So okay. he gives me a demented amount of ginger, <laughs> and I did all on my own. Would you eat ginger like, raw? Yes, yeah. like a man okay, yes, that was hard to <laughs> quickly. That was hard to say quickly. I honestly look mad when I eat ginger, because yeah. there's something about it. If sushi turns up and they've forgotten the ginger, then I... it might as well not be there. Okay, so we've got salmon sashimi. This is one of our regular yeah. choices. Um, Great. Okay, so what he's done is he has put in a few things that we yeah. don't normally have, and I don't know what they are, which is exciting. Great. The things that we normally have that I recognise, I think that's dragon roll, that's salmon sashimi, that's egg something, maybe the thing that he wanted you to try, that's the il nigiri, that's salmon and avocado hand roll, which is my favourite. That's seaweed salad, which is a recent discovery, but we realised we weren't eating enough fruit or veg. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it actually is So what is seaweed? seaweed? Is it really? Yeah, okay. I think the seaweed that you sometimes get in a Chinese restaurant isn't seaweed. It's cabbage. No, that's why it's so nice. This is actual it's... kelp, isn't it? This is. <laughs> when you look at it, it actually it looks like, like it's disgusting. from the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's... that's six dishes, which you think might be enough, but actually there's six no, more. There's even... This is an insane <laughs> amount of food. I know. Wow. So okay. I don't know what this is. This is a new thing. Yeah. It's like balls oh, of... Looks like crab. Oh, wow. Looks yeah, like crab. crab. Crab nori. Now there's gyoza here as well. God, now there's more of this egg stuff oh that Ellis apparently so you really love. That is tofu. So that's <laughs> oh, no, this the, is tofu. This is Sorry, our this regular is thing, which okay. is tofu steak yeah. curry. Oh, wow. Which we love. And yeah. Ellis said that we shouldn't order it earlier because he was like, Tom has, sorry, because Ellis doesn't know you very well, he was like, Tom has, and you may well have as well, very refined tastes, and I don't want him to know that I like tofu curry. Tom Thank has you. refined tastes. Has he told you his kebab <laughs> story? No, I... <laughs> I love tofu curry. Yeah. But it's not very spicy. It's not spicy at all, I would say. And it's one of the things we eat because Edo, we tend to go there because we like it, but also if like something has gone wrong. Okay, right. Yeah. So last night we messed up our meal. What what were you cooking? Well, oh, we were trying to <laughs> save time, so it was meant to be sort of casserole, would you describe it? Um, so we call it country meats. <laughs> 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 for God's sake. Please don't give away too many of our in-jokes, because we sound meats. mad. 
So why do you call it country meats? I don't know. It's just like <laughs> it looks like it's from the country. It's kind of like rustic, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's that sounds the... awful. That sounds like <laughs> that when, sounds um, <laughs> when <laughs> Tesco <laughs> try to make their meat seem more upmarket. Yeah. And they put their awful sausages in a cardboard packet <laughs> and there's a picture of like a tractor on a field you go, oh this is actually yeah. this is probably quite good, this country meat. Yeah. <laughs> but then you look it's basically all eyes. Um, it's plural um, country meat. Oh it's country meats. Okay, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, making it plural makes me suspicious of it. Yeah, I think yeah. lack of specificity, I think. Mixed yeah, meats. But, yeah, mixed meats. Meat. So we meat. call it that, and it is suspicious, I suppose. It just don't make us look like twats. And by the way, I feel like I've not done tofu steak curry a very good service there. It is incredible. It looks amazing. And I'm really looking forward to trying it. It's good. our staple order. It's just that Ellis was like, ooh, it's well, too bland for Tom. I, I thought that, Tom. thank you. <laughs> I thought you might like something spicier. And if we go to Indian Dining Club, I tend to go for a prawn mustard malai curry. Mm. Oh, wow. And if not that, your classic madras. Mm. Okay. So I started off as a kid, I didn't have any spicy food at all. My mum would never ever cook spicy food as a kid. Yeah. And so I didn't like it and I couldn't really see the point in it. Yes. And Izzy likes spicy food, and John, who I do the radio show with, obviously loves really spicy food. And I think I started to become embarrassed, and I sort of started a, a thing called Project Spice, where I honestly started off with ginger biscuits. <laughs> Mike, this is your spectrum. Was my spectrum was so bland. The ginger. Yeah, so I started off with ginger biscuits, and then move on to like English mustard. And then I'd got, say like, that's quite a jump, actually. Yeah, and then, and I, got, and then I got as far as Vindaloo. Well, take me through steps. So English mustard, what's after English mustard? What's happening? Um, after English mustard, the sort of two chilli... In terms of the spice rating, the sort of two chilli spice rating chilies that you get in Sainsbury's okay, yeah. on salads. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd put them in yeah. soup. And then I started making big soups, but with very spicy chilies. So it was very, very gradual. Yeah. And then I got as far as Madras, and that was effortless. And then I got as far as Vindaloo, which I could taste the spice in it, but I could eat it. And then I sort of went back to Madras because I think Madras is actually a nicer curry. Okay. But now I do like spicy food. So growing up then, what were your experiences with takeaway, both of you growing up? Did you have takeaways growing up? What was your sort of childhood memories of takeaways? Very Has rarely, it ever happened? Or? Very rarely. Tended to be fish and chips. Yeah. And then when we were a bit older, Chinese. But my okay. parents didn't think we could, my mum especially didn't think we could cope with an Indian, which my dad would have wanted to do. So it was sort of banned. Really? My mum was like, seriously, you guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> had she had one before? My mum doesn't like spicy Okay. <laughs> my mother doesn't like spicy food. I mean, interestingly, my grandmother, it is kind of incredible how little food she tasted. She'd already tried about nine things in like, <laughs> in like her 92 years. Really? She effectively had a version of Sunday dinner every day. And where uh, did she grow up? Oh, like West Wales. In, in Calcutta, which is nice. <laughs> 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 Absolutely bizarre, is that right? Yeah. She, would have, she would have meat and two veg every night. And she might have soup and she'd add a fry up and she'd add a pie. Yeah, and she'd yeah. have fish and chips. But that was sort of... And she'd add an orange. Yeah. <laughs> she'd add an orange? <laughs> It wasn't for her. That's <laughs> yeah. sort of it. So you would never, as a family growing up, go and have a sort of takeaway together? No. That wouldn't be a... We tend... No. And what um, were the options that came out of them? It was, it was kind of... I mean, there was the, we lived opposite the man who ran the Chinese. So there was Chinese... There must have been an Indian restaurant in there. Yeah. In town, but not that we went there. We used to go to... There was like a burger place. We would go there. Yeah. The food I grew up with was ultra bland. And I think that if I had to compare my life sort of now to when I, even when I was 20, the way I eat is completely different. Also, both of us really so love different. this kind of food, like Japanese or Thai, things like, I don't know, chilli, garlic, ginger. Yes. Like if Edo didn't exist, I'd probably want to leave Crystal Palace. <laughs> like I remember, I didn't have sushi probably until I was in my, I don't know, late 20s or something. But I remember talking about it with my dad. It was like, how, but surely, 
you'd get food poisoning for days afterwards. So, yeah. Mm. Well, how does this work then? Is it's it, it's distrusted. Is it a there was a fear of it, I think, yeah. a certain mm. generation, wasn't there? It's kind of it's. Uh, yeah. yeah. People are like, is it is is it a trade off? So you're like, okay, <laughs> the food is nice, but I'm gonna be on the toilet for nine to maybe twelve days. Yeah. <laughs> um, what should we try? Should we try some of this? Let's let's sort of try yeah, a few of the dishes. Sure. So, should we try this tuna then? Uh, so have you ordered this? So they've added this on. Ah, okay. Um, and it's really exciting that they've added things on because mm. they know our taste very well. They're also in. They're probably oh. very frustrated that whenever we order, it's always the same thing. Yeah, but it's like we're regular walking into the pub and you start pouring yeah. that pint as soon as they... That's interesting. There is a fear, I think. I have a tendency to sort of navigate back yeah. to the same things from the certain place they order from. It's like, ah, oh, but if it goes wrong and it turns up and it, I don't enjoy exactly. it, well, then it's that's it... the evening ruined. I, yeah. I kind of... Yeah. I'm, I'm and then like, you're hungry. I'm hungry, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And every mouthful to not of... order an American hot and Pizza Express, I immediately regret it. Yeah. Like yeah. Is it, you're trying is... to be adventurous and then you just think, why did I do it? Yeah. yeah. There's a number of times that I've ordered something different on Deliveroo, put it through, and then in a panic have rung the restaurant and said, look, <laughs> I need to cancel that. I need to cancel that shit with these lemon. Really can I just get Christmas beef? Because, <laughs> you know, I need this. It's been a stressful day with the kids. <laughs> I need this meal to go right. It has to, I have to thing, hit this to the boundary. It's the one thing I know that I can rely on. Yeah, like. it's too much yeah. risk because I can't wait till the next night or the next and week or whatever. you're imagining it as well. Yeah. You're imagining eating it. You know what it's going to taste you're like. You're imagining the Why chef. Why do you decide to go for the lemon chicken? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, are you risk takers or you know you're not really? I, I don't want to fall into Ellis's category um, okay, yeah. without. I oh, think I am on. a risk taker. Okay. We. I think I'm. I've, We've had takeaway tofu curry every night for six years, is he? <laughs> Parachuter okay. might have the, that, but they're still a risk What are the taker. top two risky things you've done That's in your a fair life? Fair enough argument, actually. Here we go. <laughs> top, okay. top two risky things. Let's go for a, one in sort of sporting or something to do with okay. physical <laughs> risk. Yeah, okay, two things sporting. immediately spring to mind. Jumped off a bridge for a one-pound bet um, <laughs> into water that looked oh deep God. but wasn't. Broke my ankle. Oh, whoa. Um, oh, whoa. Because my friends dared me to. Did bungee jumping in a pub car park. <laughs> and I was the first one up after the bungee machine had broken and one of my feet came out of the rope so it's hanging no. on one ankle yeah was it oh a good ankle God. after the fall or was it the same one that <laughs> it was... was i think yeah i think it was the good ankle because i was older when so i did balanced it out. yeah <laughs> so how many takeaways are you having a week approximately okay let's say during lockdown at your peak so what less you doing? now i would say our peak was probably before lockdown yeah so because my cooking has improved. Ellis used to do all the early mornings in exchange for me doing all the cooking and cleaning. Not um, all the cleaning. And cooking the evening meal, which is very different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the cooking and cleaning. Not okay. some sort of ultra skivvy. <laughs> yeah. These these skirted boards are better be clean, otherwise I just won't do them on for and our son was working at the, up at the time. Yeah, he was working about 4.30. 4.30 to yeah. 5.00 So you'd come yeah. home to work, you'd put your trilby on the coat stand. Yeah. <laughs> and Ellie would... He's, and, he's, and, he's and taking out the broadsheet. Yeah, Darling, yeah, the phone's yeah. ringing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get my pipe. Yeah. And I think I did more cooking before lockdown. So when you were eating your takeaways, right now we're sat at a lovely table. It feels quite formal in a way. Yeah. But would you be sat at this table formally eating a takeaway no. in this no. manner if we weren't we, here? Can we watch Deli on our trays? <laughs> the trays are quite cheap. And Do they have a soft sort of like beanbaggy yeah. thing underneath? They're stapled onto <laughs> the beanbag But stapled bag on. And, yeah. yeah. So now there's only one tray left because the staples were coming out and cutting our skin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so now, okay. So now... It's a fight over who gets the tray, and then the other yeah. person has it on their lap. Which so. episode of Last of the Summer Wine are you going to watch? <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to take you back to when we first met Ellis. So, we met at Cardiff Uni. So this is where Ellis and I first oh, I met. So, yeah. Ellis and I started doing stand-up at the same time, basically. Yeah. But I remember you, you cooked me a spaghetti bolognese very soon after I first met you. And I think it was the first decent meal I'd had cooked by someone who wasn't a parent, basically. So I went through the whole of university 
And I never saw anyone cook a good meal at all at university. My memory of halls, residence and uni was everyone just cooking absolute crap. It was just rubbish constantly. And I remember eating with you and this bolognese blew my mind. It was amazing. It's... Were you a bit of a foodie at that point? Well, were you getting into food no. more than your friends or not really? I just found that it was depressing eating badly all the time. Yeah. I thought this is something I can change. Okay. And I only learned probably four or five things from an ex-girlfriend. And then I moved in with three friends from school. And two of them, their father was a very, very good cook. He, he used to cook at a, in a hotel. Yeah. And I learned a lot from them. And I just thought it was, it's one of those things that you can control quite easily. Yes. That is, because eating really terribly like I did, say, in the first year I was at university especially, is quite demoralising. Were you getting many takeaways at university? Was that, was that no, what you like no. super noodles and okay, that yes. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, that's all I've eaten today is crisps. Not even Chippy Alley. There's a yeah. place in oh, Cardiff called Chippy Alley off yeah. St Mary Street, which is just an alleyway which is just chip shops, where I once was eating kebab meat and chips and got rugby tackled by a man, like, yeah, two, like yeah. just at 2am, just completely went flying. It's, 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 it's a real, boisterous. all the students go there. So, yeah. you, so you weren't sort of getting, you weren't oh, doing that as a student. That. Were, I would do yeah. that on a night out. Yeah. If I'd been to the pub, I'd have like, whatever, from Chippy Alley, Caroline Street. But if I was in, I might try and make something. And like, the thing with being a student, I mean, bloody hell, it's 20 years since I graduated. But I often would not go to bed, and I'd look at my watch, and it'd be like ten to eight in the morning. And you think, what has happened? Really? You're sort of yeah. completely, <laughs> almost. You've been alienated from society. <laughs> like this weird <laughs> person who eats terribly and keeps yeah. very antisocial hours. I remember once thinking, right, I've got a politics lecture at nine a.m. on Monday, and it's absolutely pathetic that I haven't been all year. Pathetic. <laughs> My mum and dad had worked by nine. Why can't I be at this lecture by nine? So I got up, and as I walked to the lecture, it just vomited because it was early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, the morning air. <laughs> morning air. Lovely. <laughs> what is happening? I'm just yeah. sick because it's before midnight. <laughs> I had such a different experience from you because I was at drama school and we did nine till 5.30 every day and they chucked people out at the end of every term. So you could really, yeah. And I did extra tap lessons. I did extra improv lessons. So my so days were normally was... Guildford. Okay. My days were normally nine mm. till at least six. And we used to have a tiny little canteen, and it was called Viv's Booth or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it used to sell like jacket potatoes and stuff. But there were, I don't remember there being like three tables there, and there were about probably 150 kids in this yeah. drama school so I don't know how it ever worked out that people used to sit on each other's laps and stuff and people would regularly just jump onto the tables and start singing songs from cats that sounds like an anxiety oh, God. Yeah, 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 and that yeah, sounds yeah. like everyone's worst idea of what drama school <laughs> is it's yeah. like people pretending to be tables which was actually quite useful so you'd eat at this cafe that was the thing you'd go all the time was it yeah yeah, yeah. I think we're having a lot of jacket potatoes and yeah. I never cooked really at home like my yeah. My mum was a really good cook. My dad cooked as well when I was growing up, but my mum mostly cooked. And she's very health conscious and we used to have a lot of like lentils and, and stuff mm, like that, but yeah. I didn't take any of that with but me. But at Viv's <laughs> booth, you'd be eating a jack of potato, uh, someone behind you'd be singing, Luck be a lady tonight! <laughs> <laughs> Luck be a lady tonight! Okay, so university, you were in the cafe, you kind of cooked for yourself. When you first started doing comedy, like, how was your relationship with food then? Were you getting takeaways when you were on tour? Were you eating well? What were you, what were you was, doing? Especially when I was on the circuit, so much of my food. Remember, you'd find it out by doing tax returns. <laughs> so much of the food I was eating was bought either at a train station or a service station. What's your go-to service station meal then? What's, what's your takeout from a service and station? then, because I remember this from the tax returns, it was upper crust. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how many baguettes can man <laughs> eat? <laughs> you were always eating an upper crust baguette. Yeah. If I think back, I can't think of a time where you weren't holding one. What was your baguette of choice? It was the ham and cheese one. Oh, that's that Welsh roots coming through, yeah. isn't it? The thing that I don't like about upper crust is I don't think they put butter on them. It's a bit dry. I, I didn't want to be eating there every day. It was just my, it was a way of life that had chosen me. <laughs> Did you, what about yourself? Were you, yeah. when you were touring? So I were didn't drive when I started doing stand-up and sort of 
don't I'm sure I began, but I'm going to have refresher lessons. Yeah. So I've never really driven to gigs. That's the truth. Okay. But I did obviously used to go in cars and stop at service stations. But I remember. She's been in a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got really fast as well. And it's a red one. She's the fastest we were, type. We were playing this game when we were graduates about your favourite mode of transport. Yeah. <laughs> cool times. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really fun. And then um, my friend Amy was like, "What's your favourite mode of transport?" And I was like, "Being in a car." And she was like. That's because you don't drive. So it's just really fun. You can drink, you can like control the music. I was yeah. like, oh yeah. Um, Hoot the horn. Yeah. <laughs> All the fun Shout things. at people out the window. Yeah. I just remember similar. So Mum really drummed into us the importance of eating fruit and vegetables. And even though when I was a student I ate reasonably badly, like most students do, I think, I did used to eat a lot of fruit and veg, but I just used to have them raw because I didn't understand how to cook wow. them. So I'd have like a raw carrot and an apple and yeah, I'd yeah, always yeah. have, it's like a game of nightmare, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> take things off the table. But I did always eat a lot of fruit and veg. So you take those on tour with you, would you? Yes, you, I would like, often your, have yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fruit or nuts with me, but then also obviously I'd eat Haribo and absolute shit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my logic's kind of always been like, there will be periods of my life where I'm going to eat absolute crap, but as long as I'm also eating fruit and veg, that's better than not eating fruit or veg. So, yeah. yeah that's my, uh, my sort of memories of gigging, I, I used to eat so many pepperami. <laughs> that was my thing. And the most depressing thing about the pepperami is that weird sort of pinstripe condom that it comes in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like weird the sort of it, The way it feels. It's so yeah. gross. And it's sweaty as well. I don't know how it's sweaty. If you're in a small town late at night, there are very few options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I think is that if you're going to have a takeaway or if I'm going to have a cake or if I'm going to have sweets, I should really enjoy it. Yeah. It shouldn't be because it's the only thing available and I actually want to have, have something you, else. Have you ever had a sort of takeaway disaster? Are there any, yeah. sort, of, any actually, sort of takeaways you've had where it's gone yes. wrong? Yes. I did a gig with Paul Sinner, who lives not far from us, actually, and we just moved to Elephant. He said, wow, South London, great, OK. Elephant, you live metres away from my favourite Chinese restaurant. I love Chinese. This place is unreal. Yeah. You've got to go there. And because the, the two of us were sort of circuit acts at the time, nights off together were quite rare, because I tended to work more at the weekend and Izzy tended to work more in the week. So we booked this Saturday night off, we were going to spend together, we are going to have a takeaway, and we are going to watch a film or whatever. <laughs> and I said, well, we've got to go to this place that Paul has recommended. <laughs> <laughs> so we ordered, like, set meal one. <laughs> and we really thought about it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It was quite expensive as well. It was quite expensive. Yeah. So I went to pick it up and I brought it back. And when you start taking the stuff out of the boxes, I realised it was com completely the wrong thing. One of the sort of meals that they'd given us, it was like a fish head. <laughs> floating, <laughs> floating in, in a sort cold, of... Or in a sea of cold oil. Like lemony oil, right? It's like a mafia threat, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It was insane. So it wasn't just a couple of things that got wrong. So what did you, what were you expecting was, to turn up? It was, yeah. fairly... so it was supposed to be stuff like chicken chow mein, Singapore noodles, yeah. which I love and yeah, always yeah, get yeah. from Chinese takeaway, um, dumplings, a like that kind of vibe. standard set yeah. meal for two. Yeah. <laughs> so I called them up, right, and I said, hello, so it's um, Celestia, I just, I just picked up. Celestia? <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start a <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the person who just picked up the set okay, meal fine. for one. I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, right. I said, it, it, this isn't what we ordered. I said, there's um, the fish head floating in lemony oil. <laughs> a couple of other things that are just absolutely insane. <laughs> a couple of other things that look like a practical joke. <laughs> I said, what's going on? It was, everything was wrong. There was not one. So even yeah. where dishes were edible, they were completely different from went, what oh, they were supposed really? to be. Really? You went, oh, God. Oh. God! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> it's happened again. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Shit! It's just happened again. I said, what, what's happened? He said, did you order set meal one? <laughs> I said, yes, yeah, set meal one for two. He went, what I've given you, the fish head floating in lemony oil, etc., <laughs> etc., et the other insane things, that is set meal one. But a disgruntled former employee who knows all of the passwords to our website has hacked our website and he's changed the menu to being a more believable set meal one for two. So did you think it was stuff like shredded chilli beef and... Uh... <laughs> 
thinking of that bean sauce. I was like, yes, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, it's this malicious, disgruntled employee who's changing the website to be something that is. So when you call me and said, I want set meal one, I made what it actually is, which is a fish head floating in lemony oil. Oh and you thought it was <laughs> fake fried rice. I was like, well, I wanted that. He was like, I know, but we're at loggerheads, are we? Because of this disgruntled employee who's got access to my passwords. Oh, God! This is the oddest, maddest excuse. So I mean, that is crazy. So did you get your money back? We got a voucher. Yeah. You, that's not good enough. It was one of those excuses. It's like, in the grand scheme of things, I haven't had that many really negative experiences with, like, customer service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I called him up and he said that, <laughs> I just had to put the... I thought, I've got, yeah, I've got nothing it was, to yeah, yeah. say oh, to yeah. this. Yeah. Um, this is the tofu curry, by yeah, the way. Yeah, should we give the tofu curry? Yeah. So this is the so thing you always go for. This is the for. thing we always go for, and when people come and stay with us, they often have it as well. That I is delicious. I just love Great. it. It's so comforting. In summer or winter. There's yes. a sort of slight mild katsu sort of flavour yeah. to it, isn't there? And yeah. are you guys veggie? Are you no, um, delicious? Less yeah. meat. So it's a great way of eating less meat. Mm. What a beautiful dish. Mm. That is really I nice. Think, I think it's gorgeous. Genuinely it's the amazing. same sauce. I'm really glad you like it. It's the same sauce I think you use for the chicken katsu mm. curry, because I've had oh, that okay? before. This is a thing with us, like, because we order takeaway quite frequently compared to some people, we don't tend to over-order. We okay. normally oh, okay. share a tofu yeah. steak curry and then maybe share a sashimi and get some edamame beans, maybe. Is there anything that you guys... That, that you're completely different on when it comes to takeaway orders? Is this something that you hate, that Ellis loves, and vice versa? When we started going out, Izzy literally liked spicy food, and I absolutely didn't. So we often didn't have an Indian for that reason, and now I really like it. But also, I think I used to really love the challenge of eating spicy food. <laughs> so I would order um, the hottest curry in an Indian restaurant, or for a takeaway as a kind of, a bit like jumping off the bridge, this thing of like, you think I can't do it, I can. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. saying like, it's about the accomplishment of having mm. eaten it, as well as the taste, which okay. is, now seems insane to me. It's it's really, about, no, it's, I do, it's I do get that. to break your ankle eating the vindaloo, which was yeah. <laughs> a sudden twist. There, there is a sort of feeling, <laughs> there is a feeling of, you sort of pat yourself in the back a bit. when you. I remember when I first tried yeah. to file, and I managed to sort of, oh, yeah. Bloody hell. And, uh, you know, I didn't love it, <laughs> but I was sort of quite pleased with myself that I'd, Obviously, I'd done the, it. The, the, the people tried in the it. Indian what? restaurant are not impressed at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going, all right, this fucking stupid white person once again <laughs> trying to show off themselves and their friends. Fuck them over. They must see it so many times. Yeah. Like, okay, then. Yeah. I thought they thought it was pretty cool. I think it's a little bit like drinking. So I think that, you know that thing that I certainly used to get, and maybe you guys did, where you'd go out and you'd be like, if I don't get completely hammered, it's not yeah. a good night out. Mm. I think I used to feel similarly with spicy food. It was like, I've got to go for the hottest thing I can take. Or it's yes. Not. And now, but even now, if we go to the Indian down the road and it says mild or moderate, I'm like, I can do hot. <laughs> it's like, no, look yeah. at the ingredients in the description. Yeah. Don't just look at the... It's yes. odd. It's it, like I want to push myself somehow. The other thing is, I think, when I didn't like spicy food, I used to think to myself, why on earth would you want to eat food that hurts? It make any sense. Mm. Then when you get used to it, it's actually really pleasant. And also there are different kinds of heat on yeah. this. So I suppose a yeah. heat from like something with like a garlic and red chilli base is very different from an Completely. Indian curry that has heat. I mean, even ginger's got a heat to it. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's just getting used to it. It's a way of enhancing the flavour rather than suffocating it, mm. yeah. which it really do. So I get real post-curry euphoria. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. So if I eat a curry I really like, I will talk quite boringly about it for 48 hours afterwards. Yeah, well, we're on to our second series of that. <laughs> Just, it's the same endorphins that I get if I've done exercise. Okay. So yeah, I, did, yeah. I did a gig in Belfast a few months ago. Yeah. And I went for a curry after the show and I felt absolutely amazing until this is like mad. the Wednesday. 
I can't imagine going for a curry and feeling so over the moon and joyous <laughs> about it that for the next 48 hours, it's all I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Honestly, like, I think it's because I had such a bland diet till I was like 35. I can tell when you've really enjoyed a meal because mm. I, I do think the next day it's almost like you're slightly detached from... Yeah. It's like you're thinking distant. about it. It's like you're thinking about it. But I think that's brilliant. Oh, that's I think, yeah, that's yeah, like, That's really interesting. I also love food. Yeah, I love yeah, to eat. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And I, um, um, this thing that went wrong last night, country meats, was because Ellis <laughs> claims that he turned it off, and I, I think he might off. have waited ten minutes longer than I said. But unless I set up a camera in the kitchen, I'll never know. <laughs> yeah. um, so, would you say you talked about having a camera in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> would you say there are things that you do that might annoy Ellis in the kitchen, no. and vice versa, or are you both basically in agreement? There are things yeah. that he doesn't that annoy me in the kitchen. There is nothing I do that annoys him. Okay, is that, is, is that the case? <laughs> and is that the case, Alice? Or? I think I'm very bossy, actually. Yeah. Alongside that, I was going to ask a similar question to say that when you order, are you always in agreement what you're going yeah. to order? Is yeah, it, we, we, always are, like we live near a really good chippy, mm -hmm. but the portions are huge, so we often share fish and chips. So I wouldn't say either of us are particularly like big eaters. So Claire and I will sometimes order different takeaways. Was that a thing you'd ever do? We've no. never done that. No. I love. I know that you do that, and I think it's amazing. But I think it's very sweet. They're always so cohesive and on sort of. Uh... Yeah, like there are certainly things that he doesn't like. I'd say that I like everything that Ellis likes, but there are some things that I like that you don't like. Is that like fair what? to say? Like nasi den, you don't like. You don't like over Yeah, but that's one dish from the Japanese <laughs> restaurant we go to <laughs> six times a week. <laughs> <laughs> but you've managed to stay together despite yeah, that, yeah, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't talk about it, yeah. <laughs> um, I mentioned, I was writing today with Henry Packer, as we all know, Henry Packer, brilliant comedian. We do a sitcom thing together, and I was telling him that I was coming to you today, and he wanted me to remind you of a story when he first basically met you. It's to do with takeaways, and he wanted to see if you remembered it. Right. So this is what he texted me. He said, I saw Ellis in Cardiff when we first started gigging. He said, he showed off about a pizza place. And I was really looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the cheesiest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> but we went back to his house and he was really keen to be a good host when I was visiting and kept on going on about how well he wanted to host me. <laughs> <laughs> then later that night I had to poop in his house and there was no bother. <laughs> and he had to run off and get me some uh, utterly mortified oh, that his hosting was going so badly. But he wanted to know that apparently this is pizza place that you'd be banging on about was going to blow his mind and he got there and it was basically a massive cheese on toast. No, I do remember taking him to a greasy spoon yeah. because James Dean Bradfield used to eat in there. Really? Is I that also saw James Dean Bradfield eat pasta sauce and chips in there once. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Who's James in Bradfield? James Dean Bradfield of the Manic Street. Oh, right, yeah. I, I don't know anything so about that. I'm so glad you asked that, that because Thank I just nodded James and Bradfield is a, a, a call-in, like someone who calls into a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> James and Bradford. Yeah, <laughs> 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 okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Brexit is Brexit. Okay, I James, thanks. It's James in Bradford again. I do remember taking him to an Indian restaurant we used to go to a lot. I don't remember the pizza place. The thing with Henry is, around that time, I grew a beard and I shaved it off because he told me that it looked like the micro foliage you get on a model rail set. <laughs> <laughs> like a Hornby railway set. I remember set. that. There was a certain quality to that. He yeah. said it looks like micro foliage, Ellis. And I went, right, well, then I will be shaving <laughs> tonight at the end of the show. Um, there's a few questions that we always ask towards the end, which yes. I think we should probably ask, which I always like asking. First of all, Takeaway gripes. Are there things that annoy you about takeaways, things that you just find frustrating that you could do without? Is there anything... I really wish, and I haven't ever tried this, so I don't know if it's possible, that we could go up to Edo with a big mixing bowl and go, put it all in this. Yeah. So we don't want any plastic, because when I look at the amount of plastic from any Oh, I thought you were mixing all the dishes oh, together. Right. Oh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I like God, all these yeah. things. Why can't I have them in one flavour <laughs> Why do you have to make them so separate? It's like <laughs> coming together and flavoured. I've okay. got a Nutribullet and I like tuna. <laughs> no, but is you absolutely right? Because in front of us is yes. basically a graveyard yeah, so of plastic boxes. I wish with any takeaway that there could be a way of doing that. I'm sure there are 
are with some, but I wish it was more widespread. And yes. there, there was some, perhaps some incentive they need to set up for people bringing their own receptacles. And mix what and receptacles? That's interesting. Let's talk it through. What, well, what receptacles would you are bring? you going to bring? So I'm thinking about it, right? I would definitely be happy for them to put it in previously used takeaway cartons. Yeah. So you okay, could yeah. take up, I mean, we've got so many in the kitchen. Yeah, it's depressing. You could take away like <laughs> eight takeaway cartons mm. and say put it in there. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's some health and safety thing that takeaways restaurants can't take into the kitchen, something that a customer's given them. Because oh. especially say you have a nut-free kitchen, a you can't vouch for that yeah. that someone hasn't, there won't be nuts on something, you know. So I think it's it's tricky. Well, can I ask you questions on cartons that I suppose end up becoming Tupperware in the evolution of empty things? Yeah. I think, do you, with these empty cartons, do you store them? Or do you wash them up? Or do you put them like in the dishwasher? What do you What do you do with we these? Put them I mean, in the dishwasher. You put them like in the dishwasher. And we either well, well, you can do no, that with no. all of these. And then put what them all in the dishwasher <clears throat> or clean them. Now, if they're stained, which mm. they sometimes are, if they've had sauce in them, then I wash them and recycle them. But if they're not, I always reuse them. Yeah, that's um, true. Because I do all the cooking and cleaning. Alice isn't aware. <laughs> um, I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like I do genuinely reuse them. Like say I batch cook quite a lot, and I will always just reuse them to store things. Yeah. Oh, that's very yeah. good. It's just depressing though. And yeah. I agree with Izzy, and we we talk about this a lot because at the end of the meal, you think, God, that's a lot of plastic. Yeah. Whereas I, mean, I suppose with a pizza, it's cardboard generally, isn't actually, it? Actually, I've heard you can't really recycle pizza boxes. Yeah. I think basically so anything with food on is a bit of a sort of misnomer. Yeah. That I think you, you you actually can't. It's like it's not recyclable. I think right. takeaway pizza is the most, especially Domino's, is the most overrated takeaway of all. Do you? Do you? Well, it's funny because I was listening to Ellie Taylor's episode of this. Yeah. And she had Domino's, didn't yeah. she? And it made me really want a Domino's, even though that wouldn't be my go-to takeaway choice. I think if I was hungover, there's something lovely about having something like. So, a what is your go-to sort of guilty pleasure yeah. then? If you if you're okay, either so drunk or hungover. Thing. Okay, because I consider Edo actually quite healthy. Because yeah. I think Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty healthy. Yeah. This is pretty healthy. Um, meal. So, my go-to if I'm drunk or hungover, I'd say like a really greasy kind of horrible Chinese. Like yeah, the yeah. worse the better. Like. And what would um, you order? Singapore noodles. I don't know, egg fried rice. Wow, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so the fish head would turn up. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about yourself? You, what's your, yeah. so your go-to drunk? Shredded chilli beef. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chicken in black bean sauce. Oh, yeah. Special fried rice, etc., etc. Or Nando's, I think, if I was really oh, hungover. Oh, Nando's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I actually eat at Nando's in the day sometimes. Do you? Yeah, okay, having yeah. a Nando's is is depressed. On my own. It's 10 a.m. I'm knocking on the door. The usual. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think somehow, for some reason, so going to a Nando's and having a meal, which I do like, especially sometimes on the way to gigs on my own, which I did the other day at Euston Station on the way to decent filming, but actually getting some delivered feels kind of like dirty when yes. I was going there. I don't know why that is. I think it's it still feels food. like a treat. I still feel like it's a thing that shouldn't be home delivered. Like McDonald's yeah. shouldn't be yeah, home delivered. Yeah, yeah. And then when it is delivered, you just think, oh, something's gone wrong. Something's gone wrong in the system. I think Nando's, yeah. again, is immensely overrated. Oh, I really like First Nando's. time I heard of Nando's was all the comics I knew who at the time lived in London because there wasn't one in Cardiff then. I was like, this place is going to blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you get there and it's chicken and chips. Yeah. You think, is that it? I went to Nando's in Kentish Town with Tim Key and it was fantastic. And we ordered this sort of platter. It was fantastic. We had such a laugh. We had such a laugh with the waiter. That's not what he's Such a laugh it's like a couple who've been together for 50 years. Sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> then we fell into absolute silence when the waiter came away and away, and the waiter came back. That's not Nando's, is it? That's a fun waiter. That's a nice yeah, waiter, was not it? The food was really nice. And actually, our neighbour yeah. downstairs, they've moved now. He was the manager of a Nando's. And yeah. in lockdown, he gave us loads of chickens from Nando's. What? Live? Live chickens killed. Squawking around their spare room. And they were amazing. And they already had the peri-peri yeah. sauce on them. Yeah, and we good. cooked them in the oven and it, we had them with salad, we had them with rice. It was brilliant. So if you think Nando's is overrated, is there anything that you think is underrated? Pizza Express, Pizza. which is, yeah. I think is superb. But I think when you're eating in Pizza Express, it's amazing because it's an absolute avalanche of nostalgia and all that. I love oh it God, so it much. It's, it's like being a kid. Childhood. 
your birthday, you're going to the cinema, you're at Pizza Express. A takeaway, I don't get the same thing for it's, it, but uh, it's the in there, I love it. Yeah. pizza restaurant. I would also say they barely exist these days. Wimpy was the best burger. It was better than McDonald's. It was better than Burger King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one thing on pizza and boxes. I realise that I do something occasionally, which I don't think is very good. Okay. That's okay. not a good right. thing. It's not a good thing. Which yeah. is, if I leave the crusts, I'll sometimes leave them inside the box. Oh. And then sometimes I put that box oh in the recycling bin. Oh, God. Bit. Yeah. That's you know all what? right. Ellis, no, Ellis <laughs> once told me off putting a dead spider into the recycling bin, which well, I did by course. mistake. I mean, that it is... It wasn't a choice. That's the It's bad. not recyclable, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it will have contaminated all the recycling. Well, it will. I do think it's very bad to put food in the recycling bin. Well, but yeah. I, there have been occasions yeah. where I have done this. I, feel I won't like... do it again. Yeah, don't Look, worry. I won't do it again. You have the best intentions. Yeah. You're trying your best. But do you guys eat your crusts with the pizza as well? <laughs> I don't love pizza. Yeah. Like, I will eat it. But to me, it's a bit like cheese on toast. It's kind of like, OK, it's fuel. I yeah. never really enjoy a pizza. I was in Slovenia once and I saw a man eat a pizza with, I think, six fried eggs on it. <laughs> which he rolled up and ate, like, kind of... Slovenia like, never quite got it, have they, with pizza? Years have been trying to get amazing. it. amazing. And also, That's I've got amazing. this vein in the middle of my forehead that stands out when I'm hot or drunk. And I was both. Like, it was very hot in the restaurant yeah, yeah. and I was really drunk. And he couldn't speak any English and I couldn't speak any Slovenian. And he was this kind of a punk. And he started pointing at my vein and was like, vein, vein. It was like the a very one odd word night. of English he yeah. had. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was the one who ate this pizza with the fried eggs on oh it. Oh my God, six fried eggs on the pizza? Yes, I was Jesus like, oh my God, the cholesterol in that. But I had pizza the other night with my friend Anne. It's fine, but I would never have it. So do I eat my crusts? Yes, because it's all the same to me. Yeah. I don't like okay. pizza enough to go, oh, God, I'm going to leave the crust. That's really yeah. interesting. I think you're the first person to not be that bothered by pizza. Yeah. On the yeah. Podcast. I think it's all right. Yeah, I oh, haven't flowed it. You're completely in sync on all of your food choices. Yeah. I? Yeah. I think you like it a bit yeah. more than me. No, I... I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I like it just the same. Yeah, yeah. I would... I would, I've never suggested it as a takeaway. No, but That's you so like Pizza Express more than I but do, you, so what's you, that about? You want to go to 400 Rabbits, which is a pizza place, and get takeaway from there. But that's because I like the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. I like sitting in there because I like the vibe. Do you know what? I have to say, I love going to collect a takeaway and having half a lager while I I'm like waiting. Oh, oh. And yes. you feel slightly separate from the diners. Yeah. And I do you mean like you can take a can of Stella with you? That is quite good. <laughs> Brown paper Crack bag. Open. Don't mind me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> take your time. It's fine. It's warm, Stella. There's been sort of sat on the kitchen table. Yeah, I've left under a hedge all day. And I will ask you this question. We, go, we asked Rosie Jones in, the, in one of our last records, yeah, and she yeah, had yeah. a very clear mind on it. Your go-to McDonald's order is a thing that people seem to have a very sort of clear-minded attitude towards. Maybe you don't go to McDonald's, but do you I, have an order that you go for when you're there? I hadn't in McDonald's for about 15 years because I read No Logo by Naomi Klein when I was a student and thought, right, no way. I'm, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them and I'm not going to drink at Starbucks or buy hoodies from Gap. Yeah. Uh, and then when we had children, we started eating McDonald's again and I had the Beyond Meat vegan burger, the McPlant, like two weeks ago for our son's birthday. And it was great. <laughs> I thought yeah. I'll never eat meat in McDonald's again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... My friend John made a very good point. The patty itself in a McDonald's burger doesn't taste of anything. So as long as you can make something vegan that doesn't taste of anything, it will taste like a McDonald's burger. It's you've still got to be salty with the right yeah. texture. You've still got the gherkins yeah. and the sauce yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So we had, yeah. the, I had the McPlant, and I was quite sceptical as to how good it would be. And it mm. would taste exactly the same as far as I could tell. So what about you, Eddie? I normally have a children's hamburger happy meal with milk. <laughs> as the drink. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. See, that is the best answer we've had for that question. <laughs> it was not only was there very little time to think about it, it was on the tip of your tongue. It's, and like, it was so it's like they've remade Big and it's a scene that gives them away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, I think... It, <laughs> so you go in... So yeah, take, talk me through all of this. I'll talk you through it. I think what's happened is... I I don't... <laughs> <laughs> 
So sweet. I don't very often eat at McDonald's. Yeah. And um, even when I was a student, the McDonald's in Guildford wasn't in the town centre. There was a Burger King that wasn't at McDonald's. Yeah. So what happened was I went for ages and ages when I was a kid and that was my go-to meal because I was a kid. Um, <laughs> then I didn't go for many years from maybe the age of 18. And then when I went back, it was only ever when I was drunk or I don't know, like needing a meal before a gig, perhaps, but I very yeah, occasionally yeah, yeah. go. So I just revert back to the meal that I always used to have. And I, even before I had kids, I used to love getting the toy and, you know, yeah. <laughs> worrying, wondering what it was going to be. And I'm also really conscious when I go to McDonald's. You know the thing I said about, um, I think, if I'm going to eat junk food or, like, sweets or chocolate and stuff, it should be really nice, I should really enjoy it. Yeah. I don't love McDonald's. Okay. I, like, but you love milk. Fine, but I love... <laughs> <laughs> going there it's because i'm either drunk and need to eat okay, or yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. like gigging and it's the only thing to eat therefore i don't want like a big mac with extra thing i'm just like use it as fuel but so when you're drunk you're having you're slaughtering the glass of milk but i don't know there's, there's just something within me i think that does just it still come in a little box meal. house is it still in that little Ha little oh, house yeah, because the kids yeah, have it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's the And what house. do you do with the toy when you give it to the children, obviously? Give it to the kids. Now, I mean, before I used to probably just <laughs> yeah. go to a charity shop, but um, okay, yeah. they used to like opening it, you know. So, so is it, tell us what you've been up to this year. Well, I had a book out July last year, but the paperback's coming out quite soon. So um, in, in the middle of the pandemic? Yeah, and I had to finish it in the pandemic, which is really odd. And it's a novel about a girl who kind of moves back to her hometown because she split up with her fiancé and then lots of things happened to her. But the really odd thing was finishing it in COVID was insane because it was like we weren't allowed to go in pubs and stuff. And I remember trying to rewrite this scene where she was in a pub and being like, it's so weird to think of people being allowed to sit next to each oh, other really? and stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's out and I'm proud of it. You know, I mean, you know what it's like when you work really hard. There are some things that I do and I think I didn't really work that, oh, actually, I don't yes. think that much because I'm very, I'm sort of a control freak, basically. And I was like, <laughs> did I work hard enough on it? Because yeah. before I had kids, I wrote another book mm -hmm. and that I did used to wake up really early and just do it and not go online. I found that was really effective, not to look at anything, not to look at my phone or look oh, at any emails, just to do like a thousand words. But then... I don't know, once you've had kids, it's just a bit tricky because you've got texts from the childminder and, you know, so um, then I just used to go do it as and when, especially when we were all in lockdown. But I did hire an Airbnb to finish it and stayed did there you? for, like, ten nights. And I started to write till, like, four in the morning. She was still coming back to doing the cooking and cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> Forget my duties. Um, Where was the Airbnb? It was so... literally up the road. But, but it's a huge amount of work, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it was very hard at times, but ultimately it was very rewarding. And I felt like like all the characters were alive and sometimes I couldn't sleep because I felt like they were like I was gonna sound a bit but I felt like they were with me like they were my friends really? it was, it, I've never had anything like that so where, where did you start growing the characters from because obviously I'm writing background myself it's quite a long process actually working characters out and really yeah, it's, it is isn't it but did you find this as well like you sort of grow and I think with Edinburgh shows it's the same like you grow out from yeah so I had this one scene in my head I wanted her to work in a bookshop and not know anything about books with a kind of slightly <laughs> belligerent but right. lovely guy older guy um, who owned the bookshop and then it kind of all went out outwards and I was like well why is she there yeah. she's come home but why um they're trying for a baby her and her partner and it's like is she pregnant is she not has she already got a kid and actually I wrote a sort of maybe 20,000 words where she'd had a kid who was Betty's age and I was like great write what you know and then it just didn't feel right and the kid was so annoying in it I, I was like oh <laughs> yeah. my god I hate writing this kid it doesn't feel real yeah. so I just scrapped that completely is the character anything like you or not yeah like she definitely shares qualities with me but then other things she doesn't like she's got this mammoth fear of hospitals and that's like I really put her in the shit, really. Like, I made her very anxious, <laughs> very fearful of hospitals and okay, sort of yeah. in a situation where she has to go to hospital. And that was really exciting as well to sort of have the power to do that. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like hospitals. And how... And how oh, sorry. sorry you're saying I, you, I just love them. You do? OK, yeah. so it's OK. Do you actually love hospitals? Actually, I, I do. What is it about hospitals that you well, love? When I was growing up, my mum was a nurse and she used to do, like, what I suppose is essentially supply nursing, like we go and locum work. Yeah. Um, and I also remember going to pick her up after the night shift in the morning and Dad would take us for a McDonald's, actually. Oh, really? So when Mum was working the night shift, Dad, he had these two little girls and sort of 
he, and he was away quite a lot when we were little. I think he sort of thought, what do little girls like to do? I know. So we used to go to this service station and get a McDonald's oh. um, and then go and pick mum up. From would you shift. would you get the McDonald's with a Happy Meal with a? I guess I must have done. I mean, I was milk. young, but maybe that's where it all started. I do think there's a kind of nostalgia with food, yeah. where you, sometimes you get locked into habits, and it's to do with emotions. That, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I think that's completely right. Yeah, I have that sort of relationship with it. There's a sort of the excitement I still had as a child, where you're kind of particular meals. I think actually McDonald's has got McDo- that effect Mc- on McDonald's me in and, certain and ways. Pizza it, Express have that effect. Yes, yeah, yeah. both. Have. So I never yeah. went to parties in Pizza Express and stuff. Is I that went because to parties in Pizza Express. And, so I, and McDonald's. I, yeah. Well, the book is called. The book is called Jane is Trying. Yeah. So it's got three meanings. She's trying for a baby. She's um, trying to change. Yeah. Um, and also she's a bit trying. And it's an adult novel. <laughs> it's, it's an adult novel, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when is it out? Um, well, this, it's out the, now. The paperback is out this year, this spring. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, well huge so congratulations. Great. So, so do check do, that out. Do Grab read a copy because yeah. Izzy is just the most talented, brilliant person. I'm sure it's wonderful. Right, as we always do, let's, let's wrap up the food. and conclude on this meal. I thought that was fantastic food. Edo is an awesome sushi place. And what a I great like them. place. The guy who runs it was lovely really people great. Yeah. and great food. Uh, my favourite was the uh, tofu curry. Great! I loved it. I thought it was amazing. That's it's such a favorite. sort of warming, sort yeah. of casserole sort of just delicious. I sort of, I really, really liked it. What, what did you like, well, Sim? You know what I really liked? And I had a little sneak peek of it before we arrived today, which was the egg on the rice. I actually oh, really yeah. liked that. And the guy who runs Edo gave me a little bit, and I, I thought, oh, am I going to enjoy this? And I really did, and I enjoyed it again today. So, yeah. That's one takeaway from it. What about you, Z? What's your favourite dish? Well, I love the tofu steak curry, and I think that's probably my favourite takeaway meal of all time. Yeah. But we tried a new one tonight that I haven't tried before, which was yeah. what looked like egg custard tart. Yes, that was very good. Yeah, but that they were actually revealed good. to be quite spicy, and I think they contained maybe crab. crab. I think it was crab. Yeah, I That was really those. good. Can I change it to that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, because I think they were right. That and you asked? Uh, the ginger. The ginger. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, guys, yeah. Thank you so much, Alice. This was a really, really great what t- an and absolute and pleasure. Yeah. I, I want to go back to Edo again. I really do. Great. Well, thank you guys so an much. Joy. That was really fun. Thank you. Oh, thank oh, you for thank coming. You, thank you for coming. The fantastic Alice James and Izzy Sooty there. What brilliant comedians and what lovely people to talk to. Um, if you want to contact us with anything that's kind of cropped up in that episode, or if you want to talk to us about your views on eating takeaway food in bed. That's the question this week. Would you do it? Do you hate it? Or do you think it's brilliant? And also, where's the most amazing or weird place you've ever eaten a meal? You can contact us on hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. And also, if you want to spread the word and tell your friends about the show, or maybe subscribe and leave us a review, it makes such a difference. It helps get the word out there, and we will love you forever for that. Simran, which brilliant guest is coming on the show next week? So next week, we have the very funny and star of The Last Leg, Alex Brooker, and we tuck into one of our favourite takeaways and we have a deep dive into dips and it is excellent. And honestly, can't wait for you to hear it. I like deep dive into dips. That could be your breakaway condiment podcast. <laughs> Simran Charles, deep dive into, dive into dips. It's sort of like it's in the equivalent of The Apprentice You're Fired or Extra Slice. It's, uh, it, it's the deep dive into dips and Simran gets really granular. Well, Simran, I would listen. And if that's enough, do it. Guys, thank you for listening. Join us next week. You're all heroes. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.